Well, imagine for a second uh, having to flee your home in the middle of the night with hardly any notice, just hours before it's bombed to the ground. You find somewhere to shelter in a nearby city, perhaps in a relative's house, only to have to run from there a week later when that city also comes under attack. I'm talking, of course, about Gaza, where some Palestinians have had to do this five, six, even seven times struggling to find water, food or medical care. There's now around 1.5 million people in the southern Gazan city of Rafah, which uh, Israel previously described as a safe zone. Now, that city too is being bombed with nowhere else to flee. Uh, the UN has described the situation as a humanitarian nightmare with untold regional consequences. While Egypt has so far given no commitment to accepting Gazan refugees. It has begun constructing an area surrounded by a seven-metre-high concrete wall, which human rights groups say may be being set up to do just that. Bob Bowker is a former Australian ambassador to Egypt, Jordan and Syria and joins me now. Bob, from what we've seen so far, what is this intention behind this zone uh, that Egypt appears to be building? What, what are your thoughts? I think, thanks Andy, I think uh, we have to see this as a precautionary measure on the part of Egypt uh, because basically unless the United States can prevent an assault on Rafa, uh, and that is unlikely given the uh, position taken by uh, President Biden uh, and the unresolved question of what you would do about Hamas in the event of a ceasefire, uh, then I think the Egyptians are expecting an assault to take place. And when that happens, as you say, there are 1.5 million people in harm's way. Uh, uh, a normal, if you like, uh, uh, movement of population in a crisis like this might be 50 or 100,000 people. I don't think the world has ever seen a 1.5 million uh, refugee situation having to be coped with. Uh, and so the Egyptians are preparing uh, to do the best they can uh, should that assault uh, take place. It's only uh, eight square miles we're talking about um, and the logistical challenges of coping with a million or a million plus people uh, with water, sewerage, shelter, food uh, and dealing with 17,000 children who are currently without parents uh, in a situation like that, uh, are really, uh, we're looking at a humanitarian catastrophe like no other. Of course, Egypt has shown little willingness to accept Palestinian refugees so far. Uh, it seems like this is a, a contingency if their hand is forced. Israel's proposal at the moment is that the, that refugee camp to be set up in Gaza on the Mediterranean coast, uh, made up of three and a half, uh, 3,500 tents. Is that feasible at all, this Mediterranean coast tent city? I cannot see uh, how they're going to cope uh, with one and a half million people, uh, even with a newly created tent city uh, on the uh, Palestinian side of Gaza or on the Egyptian uh, side of, of the border either. And when you look at this, uh, we're talking about people who will want to return and have a right to return uh, to their to what was their houses, uh, but these individuals uh, uh, are most unlikely to be able to do so. Uh, the Israelis will find excuses to delay on security grounds. Uh, Seventy percent of the housing has been destroyed, so there's not many places to go back to. 
And in a, in a particular uh, social conservative society, uh, you are not going to have uh, women uh, as the head of households being willing to move out of these camps back to uh, an uncertain future uh, in, in Gaza. And so really you're looking at something very like what we're seeing in, in Syria uh, with Al-Hol camp, which has become a breeding ground for ISIS, uh, 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 the younger generation of, of children who are there are being indoctrinated. Uh, and I would be very surprised if we don't see something very similar emerge over the next uh, little while uh, in these uh, tent or refugee tent camps, uh, uh, be they in Egypt or uh, in pockets within Gaza. How do you think about uh, the Palestinian territories, neighbouring Arab countries and their willingness or not to accept uh, Palestinian refugees? There's obviously a fair bit of history to this. Uh, there's history in Jordan, uh, where you were based as well. How would you characterise the Arab countries' willingness to accept Palestinian refugees? They've learnt from the bitter experiences of 1947-48 and then 1967 that those who are forced to flee will not be able to return uh, uh, to what is now Israel. And the uh, likelihood of that happening again uh, is uh, what is really driving the Egyptians and the Jordanians uh, to insist quite properly uh, that what the situation needs is an immediate ceasefire and allow the, uh, the political machinery to sort out what to do about Hamas. Hamas is part of uh, the Palestinian social fabric. It will not be eliminated. And Israeli intelligence, as far as we can tell, is also advising the Netanyahu government to that effect. Uh, but a process whereby Hamas is uh, reduced uh, to a more manageable actor on the Palestinian side uh, with the assistance of the Saudis and the Qataris and, and others uh, may be the only way we're going to actually achieve uh, a stable outcome uh, in the interest of both the Israelis and the Palestinians. Well, I think one thing is clear, nothing good uh, and, and long-term will come out of this eight-mile uh, square bordered area on the Egyptian-Palestinian territories. No, uh, the, only, the, only people, the only people who will be cheering this assault on will be the Iranians and the Russians who will be welcoming this evidence of uh, contempt on the part of uh, the United States uh, and the dual standards that are being applied by Western countries generally when it comes to saving Palestinian lives. And that is in no one's interests. Bob Bolker is the former Australian ambassador to Egypt. Really good to have your analysis. Thanks for your time this afternoon. My pleasure. Thank you. Getting in touch with ABCRN is easy. Join the conversation live using the ABC Listen app's call and text features.